this is the only road that turns right for like four miles. Yeah. You should could have just said that. Just, just turn said. right the next at the next possible road. As a police officer told us to lie. Dude. Yeah, it was rough. I, I would uh, probably zero out of ten stars. Wouldn't do it again. <laughs> zero. <out of> 10. <laughs> well, you knew the sacrifices we were gonna make. You can also send us hate mail at trottinglifepodcast at gmail.com. Just anything you got. Hello and welcome to another episode of Charting Life. We're your hosts, Brandon. And Aaron. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> Just as radio as it gets, yeah, baby. As radio as it gets, yeah. <laughs> oh man, instead of like you got the face for radio, it's uh, you got the voice for radio. There, yeah. yeah. No, wait, I said that backwards. Jeez. Did I, I ever tell you horrible. about the time that I uh, got asked to be Santa Claus to give kids gift cards to the shopping center of the Bluegrass? No, no you didn't. Yeah. What, uh, what happened there? It was a country music station. Okay, yeah. Uh, the guy, I knew him, and he said, hey, Aaron, he's like, would you be interested in doing a voiceover for Santa Claus? <laughs> and I'm like, first off, how how do I portray a 60-some, 70-some-year-old man? I think we're looking at a few hundred when years I'm, old, but uh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, well, I guess that brings, yeah, anyways. Okay. Yeah, I really didn't know how I was going to mirror that, but yeah. it, it did. It happened. It Did was it, there. Was it okay? Did it work? It, it was uh, weird to say. Did you disappoint any kids? No. No, I, all right. Well. I, I made them completely happy with free gift cards, like 500 bucks to the Atlas Shops of the Bluegrass over there. Well, yeah, absolutely. But that's so, not happening today, that's folks. That's not happening so today. calm down. Yeah, calm down. Calm down. Listen. So, anyways, this episode of uh, Charting Life, we're going to cover travel, travel tips, travel stories, favorite destinations, all that kind of stuff. And, of course, it's going to have some uh, fun stories to that. So, join us with it. Get your tickets booked and your... Wait. You don't have to get tickets booked. This isn't a real travel. We're just get talking about tickets. travel. But if you are traveling, then make sure you do all that stuff safely and at least make it entertaining. So That's right. <laughs> oh, man. So Today's this, episode it, is brought to you in part by um, Pampers so you, Premium. I'll just say it's brought to you by uh, Brandon's ADHD medicine. So, I might be a little weird today, but you know what? We're, we're going to own it. <laughs> So, quick question. Um, actually, let me start off with this. There's been this meme floating around, uh, one of these text-based memes. It says, it doesn't matter how old you are. Buying snacks for a road trip should always look like an unsupervised nine-year-old was given $100. Oh, man. That I, sound about right? I fit that bill every, anytime <laughs> I go to the gas station. It didn't even have to be a trip. No road trip. Just Anytime to the gas station, <laughs> I look like I'm grocery shopping at the Aldi's. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Put the quarter in the, the cart, have a time, you know, yeah. through the aisles that are all, yeah. Yeah. Get That's the, what it looks like. Yeah, get your, your shopping cart at the gas station. About 10 different assorted little Debbies. About right. 10 different drinks. Yeah. About, yeah, just. Yeah. My uh, my son is a reward whenever he does, like, really good at school. We'll stop at a gas station, his favorite one on the way home. And he loves it so much, he'll, uh, whenever there's like, a crazy storm goes through, he wants to go there just to make sure that the it's store okay. is fine. Or he's playing us <laughs> and he wants to get another soda or chocolate or whatever. But either way. that's <laughs> I want to make sure the store is fine. <laughs> also, I need to get two chocolate bars. So, you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, I think he does. He's he's getting more clever than, uh, well, I want him to be super clever. But he, he, he pulls one over on us every once in a while. So, anyways, snacks. Um, road trip or travel. Like, what what is your go-to snacks, Aaron? 
Man, yeah. So back in the day when I didn't give a crap about how I ate or whatever, <laughs> it would be, well, you know, you was with me and I believe you made a little fun of it okay. when we went to New York. All right. Was Remind it not, me. was it not an hour into the trip where I had to stop and was like, all right, it's time to eat. That's possible because it was, on the way to New York or the way home? No, on the way, on the way to New York. And we was, left at like three in the morning. So yeah. 4 a.m., we probably not even hit the like the nearest big city, and here we go. You're gonna go and get some combos, or do you remember what I got? I have no idea. Dude, I, I, I had remember. this quart size deal of chocolate milk. Oh my goodness! Then, or no, it was regular milk, and then um, I had a deal of like chocolate little Debbie donuts, mm-hmm. like a honey bun, like I don't know, man. Yeah. Probably five sort of different things, you know. It's what important. The, Snacks well, absolutely. Are important. Yeah. One of those things I remember on the way there, because we were riding, it was five of us in a, what was that car? It was like a Honda Civic or something. No, it was or a, a Toyota Corolla. Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Not a bad car, but it's not very roomy either. You know, I'm not the skinniest not. of guys. And you're, I mean, just the body structure. You know, right, right, look right, at the belly. Right. Neither one of us are, are super uh, small, but uh, I was in the back seat. Thankfully, I had like the one of the side seats, not the middle. But yeah, I was there for the whole time. Um, what was kind of crazy, I had a friend who had a Honda Civic, tiny car. Uh, so there's three of us. Both of my friends were pretty small. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm me. I've got some, got some size to me, even when we, I was in college and, you know, still a lot thinner. And so somehow I always ended up in the back seat of that Honda Civic, especially when we're doing like five hour road trips, like to and from uh, home and college, that sort of thing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, to I keep should have your neck like forwards. So pretty that. much, especially if I want to hear them talking. Yeah, you know, on the expressway, it's it's tough. I had to listen forward. Now, if I had a bit of a backbone and said no, I'm gonna sit up front, that probably would have uh, fixed a lot of that. But I'm learning. I'm Dude, learning. we have we have so much to talk about with this traveling stuff. I mean, yeah. we have our own story. We do. Yeah. For you uh, people that don't know this, me and Matt and uh, Christy, my wife. Teresa Rawson, our friend, and then our other friend, um, Johnny. Man, Johnny I can't Mad. remember his name. He ain't even been oh, around. Man. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's, Shout out yeah. to John Metcraft if he yeah. ever listens to this episode. We'll send this directly to him. Yeah, just instant message. Yeah, <laughs> right. right to him. Did you listen? <laughs> Did you listen to it, uh, John? You were featured. Yeah, no pressure, John, but make sure you listen to every one of these. <laughs> um, anyways. We, I think that concluded the whole group. Yeah, we went just five of us, yeah. From, what was it, three o'clock or two o'clock? It was either two or three in the morning yep. that we left from Shepherdsville, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and drove all the way to New York City. Yeah. And what time, you remember, it was like four, three, four o'clock, five I o'clock when we got I somehow there. remember it was 4.30. Holy crap. Yeah, it was, right. yeah, it was for New Year's Eve. And, uh, cause it was starting to get a little bit dark, but not like, you know, yeah. sunset. It was, it was getting close to it. Uh, we were, I think we were trying, I think we found someplace to park that was less than $400 for, for parking. <laughs> I don't Man. even, I don't even remember the prices for parking. I don't know. I think it was actually somewhat reasonable. Um, I don't want to, you know, be one of those people who like remembers everything, but I think it was in the twenties or something. Teresa can, uh, probably correct us if she remembers Yeah, or somebody. Can. It was a good time. Yeah. It, it was a great time. We, well, so Let's see if I can remember this correctly. We were probably like eight blocks away from Times Square because we're again we were going for New Year's Eve. And I think it was further than that. We uh, had to walk. It up. was seven. It was it was it was a good bit. Probably close to a mile away. We walked a ways. And uh, yeah. the only way for us as a group of five to get all the way up front was kind of wiggle our way up through one block, and then like, like let people pass us, sort of thing. And then 
you know, say, oh, hey, you know, basically lie and say, hey, we're, we're part of the group up there. Can we get through? <laughs> it's like a police officer told us to lie. You know, it's like, you're not supposed to lie to a police officer, but can police officers lie to you? I don't know. But we were actually told to do that. And then if anyone had to go to the bathroom, you got out of line, going, went way to the back. It was it was crazy. So if you ever go to a New Year's uh, Eve party thing at uh, New York City, yeah, you got to prep for it. I don't want to say get adult diapers because that's disgusting. Well, but, that's that's but you know what you know what you're there for. You just go in eyes wide open. So we decided we made a uh, called an audible and we're like, you know what, let's just go walk up and down Manhattan area uh, and just see what they got to offer. We landed in this little like was a Turkish restaurant it was. sort of thing. The whole the whole thing was probably fifty square feet. <laughs> the whole front of the restaurant. It was, yeah, it was, it was it was a closet basically. But uh, no, that was great stuff. Uh, it was a great euro and coffee and all that sort of stuff. Oh man, it was good times. Yeah, that was a great trip. I remember that fondly. Speaking of diapers, uh, today's oh. episode is sponsored by Pampers <laughs> Premium. Right, Matt? We're still in the works for the, the 1099. Sure. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, no joke. Uh, if you're in Times Square, little tidbit. Matt already touched on it. But I, we did not know this to be true at all. And I was shocked to the core to find out grown adults were wearing diapers. To, to not lose their place in Times Square for the ball drop. I'm going to tell you something right now. Okay? Okay. If anything results in me wearing an adult diaper to attend, it's either the most epic party of all times where all you don't time. care if you yourself or not. I mean, you have to be. Your mind has to be in Oh you imagine gosh. someone squished against your diaper and you're oh, freaking out. Oh, Jesus. So I think what you're saying is probably 70 to 80% of the people that you see on TV in Times Square are probably either they, they have connections or they might be <laughs> wearing some, uh, let's just say, adult bathroom aids sort of thing. So, <laughs> aids. Yeah. Or, or let's just say, you know, you plan ahead, you're just going to go dehydrated. You know, you can go a full oh, day without eating or drinking. Yeah, no doubt, it's just tough. Pass out. Bro, I, mean, I mean, the crowd will hold you up. That's true. Yeah, you was, wouldn't even uh, drop, bro. I remember at one point I was actually levitating uh, because of how compacted it was. I uh, tried like stepping off of a curb to get closer, you know, and uh, yeah, I was stuck between people, and I was actually, you know, two feet in the air by a couple <laughs> of inches. It was tough. I think we could have crowd surfed like legit. Gosh, that, how awesome would that be? I wasn't thinking about that. Uh, you probably can't start a mosh pit because that would be lots of trouble there. But, <laughs> but yeah, go crowd surfing. That you might. Okay, listen, somebody here listening to us has got to give this a try. Go to New York City, Times Square, New Year's <laughs> Eve. Get there at four thirty in the afternoon. Get yourself one of those okay-ish hot dogs in a hot dog stand. <laughs> Okay. It wasn't Chicago, but it was it was all right. But, all right, but anyways, the pizza though. The pizza. Oh man, the pizza was amazing. But yeah, try to go get uh, uh, go get you some crowd surfing. Yeah, going on. Heck yeah. At one point, dude, do you remember this? I had to raise my arms so these little girls, these young women, yeah, around me could freaking breathe. Dude. Yeah, it was rough. I, I would uh, probably zero out of ten stars. Wouldn't do it again. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Look, it was happening. We yeah. threw it together last minute. Yeah. Let's let's not no, call the, it what's oh, not. Right. But we straight up we we knew the sacrifices we were gonna make. We unfortunately, just a tidbit of information, we never made it. Right never <laughs> to Times yeah. Square. We never actually made it to that area until the day after. Yeah, the day after was fine. No uh, traffic, hardly yeah, nobody yeah, standing around no in traffic. diapers. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you never know. There's lots been. of people in New York, statistically speaking. It's true. You never know. And and to say that zero out of ten stars, just to clarify, I'm not saying not going to New York or anything like that. It's just the uh, New Year's Eve experience, like trying to get to the ball drop. Yeah. Spend the money in a hotel where you can look at it from a balcony. Just spend your money there if you want to do it. That's just the better way to go. It, yeah. In my professional opinion. Professional. We've yeah. been there. We've got professional yeah. opinions. Fair enough. And... <laughs> Lots of the places, lots of the restaurants will have some menu out there. Pay a close attention. When you see like a $20, uh, that's not a $20 plate for an entree. That's an appetizer. And it's going to be more like $50, <laughs> give or take, for was like eight tacos, eight street-sized tacos. True story. Do you remember we, the, the tea we got? The, well, John, John was the only one who got tea. And this is... It, yeah, so he's the only one who got tea, so we couldn't just say, all right, we got water, we're leaving, you know, because the tea was delivered. That, that that stuff was clear. Like, it was like brown tint. It was about tinted brown, just barely. It was like beer tint. Yeah. Not that so. we understand that whatsoever, but it was literally that light of amber. Right. It was, it was very light for did tea. Did you guys even put the leaves in there? Uh, they did like a quick pass through. They just yeah. kind of baptized them real quick and moved on. Drain, drain, baby. <laughs> strain and drain color good but yeah so we got these uh we're looking at it and uh yeah we got these they were great tacos by the way they were fantastic good it just cost an arm and leg yeah it was like 50 bucks an hour to get it and so we actually treated that like a table appetizer and every single one of us split that somehow five people eight tacos or split that and then two hours later we went and got a one dollar slice of pizza uh, later Heck on, that, yeah. man, that pizza was so amazing. Heck yeah. yeah, it's a dollar and it's the size of your head, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, how do you lose? It's a dollar, yeah. Like, I would eat that's uh, you, homeless people in New York. If you have a dollar, <laughs> like, you don't, you don't have to go hungry for the rest of the day in no. New York City, okay? A it's, dollar, it, it truly is. A crazy and incredible place. It is. So it is. this gets me thinking about uh, destinations. I've traveled a bit. You've traveled a bit. Sure. Lots of it domestically, but also international. Uh, what are again? What are, some, what are some of the places that you've traveled to? First off, so me and Christy have uh, ventured to St. Thomas. We went to um, which is in the Virgin Islands. We went to um, the Caribbean. We went to Nassau and. and um, a lot of the Bahamas area. We're actually fixing to go on another cruise in October. So we, we're going to nice. cover the, the rest of the Bahama area that we haven't right. visited. Um, and then we went to Cozumel, Belize, yeah. Honduras, like a lot of those places. So they were very cool. And honestly, if you don't have a lot of money, which we, we don't, you know, we're not boasting of a lot of money at all. But when it comes down to that, the most cost-effective way to travel internationally mm-hmm. is a cruise. Oh, yeah. So one of the things I liked about cruise, if you're trying to plan for vacations, you realize there's a bunch of like extra hidden fees. If you're on a road trip, yeah. you got to think about gas where you're at and where right. you're going. Hotel, all that sort of hotel, food, extra yeah. food, gas station snacks with uh, all the, the milk and uh, cookies, whatever <laughs> you got there. Uh, so you got to think about all of that. But when you go on a cruise, basically... Everything is included. It's now, if covered, you yeah. if you drink um, excessively, like uh, alcoholic beverages or certain things are upscale prices, but just getting yourself on the boat, you're fine. Food, beverage, yeah. 24-hour sort of thing, room service even, all that's included. Uh, yeah, so it's a, a cruise is definitely a more stress-free 
way to go as far as uh, planning for finances and all of that stuff. Now, if you just got all kinds of money you don't really care about, let us know and we will go and review, yeah. review the trip with you. Uh, <laughs> what is so, yeah, where, wherever you're at, you know, um, even if it's international and you're listening to us from uh, <laughs> from wherever, wherever you may be, let us know and uh, we'd love to visit. <laughs> we need a vacation. Right? A vacation. I really could use a vacation. So, so you've been to a lot of the Caribbean. What are like, what are some of the, your favorite types of places to go? So do you like to go places like tropical or cold, busy places? Like New York City or somewhere where it's like super quiet, um, you know, see, like you small know, town sort of thing. What do you like? When it comes down to that, I used to think of myself as a mountain type of person. Mm-hmm. I love the cold weather. I love the northern parts. I don't care for, well, anyways, I'll be careful about <laughs> that. Northern people are a little bit different sometimes. But anyways, yeah. when it comes down to traveling, I always like that. But, you know, the more... That we did cruises, mm-hmm. I fell into that trap, man. Like <laughs> the beach life, the right, just yeah. I mean, and once you have organic, like authentic tacos in Cozumel, oh, Mexico, yeah. and it's so fiery hot that you can't even hardly swallow it, dude. You know you are you've hit the mother load. Like that's where it came from. Yeah, jeez, that's that's awesome, and that's I like doing a lot of the local stuff as well. Um, wherever I like to go, there's the, you know, if you go on like a cruise or something like that, there's excursions. They'll take you as a group to different places and tour this and that. And those are fine. Those are great. Uh, but at the same time, I like to kind of go off and explore on my own as long as it is reasonably safe. Chart your own (laughs) path. Yeah. Charting life, charting your, uh, your own path there. So when, uh, one of the times Tiffany and I on our, one of our anniversary trips, I think we went on a cruise, went to the Bahamas, went to, uh, Nassau, one of the, you know, uh, nicer islands, I think. Uh, so we went there and we were looking at excursions. We're like, you know what? Let's just ex- like Google some of the stuff like on the island yeah. and what can you do. And uh, there was a few different pretty cool places. Like there's a place called the Queen Staircase. It, I forget how many. Stuff. It was pretty big. So you're you're kind of working out a little bit, getting to the top there. Uh, but that was a pretty cool thing. We just kind of you know left, went on our own thing. Found some cool pirate museum there as well. So that was also nice. uh, pretty great. Did you uh, get any booty? <laughs> no, but I will tell you this. You didn't though. get no pirate booty. No, no, no pirate booty. Not at all. But uh, I will tell you this. Though. Uh, some people are clever or they're quick. They know what they're doing. So you got to have your smarts with you, especially if you go outside of the like the the real big like touristy trap area. There was uh, this one lady. She had a bunch of bracelets. Right. So Tiffany uh, wasn't paying attention, or we were you know trying to get where we were going. It was crowded, and out of nowhere, there was a bracelet just just materialized on her wrist. Oh hallelujah! And yeah, hallelujah! Right. Just keep running. No, well, no, no. no. Do this it. lady is is saying it's like, oh hey yeah, thank you. You got this bracelet. You're gonna oh you know here's five dollars, ten dollars for the bracelet. I think it was something like ten dollars. We looked at it and we're like, not for ten bucks. You know, sorry. And she tried uh, telling us something like, well, but the kids make it, and money goes for the kids. And I took one look at it, like, this thing was factory made on a big machine. Like, um, the only thing it was missing was a Made in China sticker. That was the only thing it was missing. I'm like, no. She has like a hundred of these things. No kids are making this unless she owns a sweatshop. Uh, Which, I'm not saying she did. So, so we we denied it. And she's like, well, I guess thank you for the bracelet. And instantly, man, that bracelet was off her wrist. That lady could tie it on, tie it off super quick. She like practiced at home. 15 hours a day. Check your pockets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, were, we were fine there. I didn't feel like that, was a, that wasn't really a problem. 
But uh, but yeah, so that was man, that was uh, something else. Seemed like she was pretty sly to lie, sly to hand there. Man. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. That's you know maybe she would make more money if she did pickpocket. I don't know. New York, but, baby. Uh, Speaking of New York, yeah. Did you did you get pickpocketed? No, I'm just no. saying. It's yeah. in jail for that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, there's you imagine a, how many pockets get picked at New Year's Eve. Like, dude, it's probably a lot. Just a crowd. The crowds yeah. everywhere. Yeah. They would have all kinds of opportunities. Not that we're suggesting. Okay. What the people start doing? That's no, total please do not. Please yeah. do not. But I, I think the general standard is, uh, you know, we might give a disclaimer like what you just did there. You know, please don't do this. But, you, but <laughs> please do as I say. But as at the I same do. time, at the same time, we're just podcast hosts, that's right? It. That's all we are. Like, we're, I, I can't like force you to do something with my words. So you, you know, you have your own free will. You're gonna do what you're gonna do. So please don't get into a life of crime, pickpocketing, that sort of thing. <laughs> but if you do. Please tell us your stories without incriminating yourself. What? You know, <laughs> I think look, that's a Please general. Tell I think us your stories. Oh my god, we're, we're gonna need more, you know, information, you know, story fuel for later on. We'll maybe interview you. Maybe we don't. You don't have to. Just maybe give us your stories. The FBI yeah. is listening. Maybe they're not. Uh, no, I, th- I think we have to leave our phones in the other room when we're recording, oh. so FBI guy doesn't hear as much yet. He gets surprised with a podcast later. Oh. Whoever your your FBI agent is, um, but yeah, if you got a story to tell us. Charting Life Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us whatever crazy stories, whatever we tell you not to do, and you do it anyways. Tell us the stories. <laughs> I love, I love, just, please go ahead and do it for story's sake. But right. Look, don't listen no, to us. We're saying don't do it. But if if you decide to do it anyways, at least let us know. It's like when someone says, hey, uh, you know, hold my beer, watch this, that sort of thing. Like, you know, you're going to, you're wanting to watch it. Like, it's not going to end well, most likely. Nine times out of 10, it's not going to end well. Like, 30% of the time, someone might get a serious injury or even death. So you tell them, don't do this. But make sure I'm holding my phone sideways to take a video first. <laughs> Absolutely. Get the record button right. ready. Yeah, I don't want to miss out on anything like that, but. <laughs> Dude, for a moment, let's step back in time and talk about our sleeping conditions in that hotel. Okay. Do you remember the sleeping conditions? If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I was dead up on the floor. And that's probably the case. I think I slept in the bed. Um, you lucky son of a buck. Hey, well, you know what? That's was it you sorry. and John in the... Well, it, see, that's a tough thing. I don't remember. Because it wouldn't have been Teresa it, it, or Christy, well, so you definitely would have been. It would just have been you and John. Yeah, in the, this is accurate. However, I'll, I'll tell you this. Though. So I've, you know, grew up teenage years with John and everything. We've been on uh, trips before. And it's very possible that he slept in the bed. John, if you remember, text me. Or charting life. Uh, podcast at gmail.com let us know <laughs> matter of fact John if you're freaking alive could you could you just reach out and let a brother know but all right in all my memory of John at hotel rooms he's always taken the floor not just any spot on the floor it's a nice little spot there in between the bed and the wall like it's just it's just enough for like somebody to sleep on their side or their back if they're small enough a nook so yeah, I guess you can call it a nook oh, call it whatever right. you want it's just basically basically walk space there he's always slept there so maybe he slept in the bed maybe he slept there I I don't really remember so anyways John can tell us if he if he remembers so trying to think of other uh, travel stories things like this I uh, once went to Haiti I think we mentioned on the last podcast there was after the earthquake that was kind of crazy. My job was uh, letting us be able to spend a week there to uh, go and help out. There's an orphanage uh, that was fantastic. God's Little Angels. Uh, super cool place. We were helping to build. Uh, they were moving the orphanage and it was a uh, it was fantastic, beautiful country. But a lot of people speak French there. 
is a French Creole. You what, know, so what every, was the place again? Um, the name of the orphanage. Uh, or the just, just the Haiti. country. Uh, Haiti. Oh, Haiti. The, yeah, okay. island of Haiti. Um, again, it's a fantastic place. But there was a guy there, uh, one of like the, the guards, uh, you know, security kind of guy. He spoke a very strong French accent. Mm. And so somebody on our, uh, who was on our trip, she said, well, that reminds me just like the voice of Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it gets better, okay? And so she's like, oh, yeah. So she's trying to give this compliment. Looney Tunes is all I know. Right? Right. That's all you need to know. So she was like, look, yeah, it sounds like Peppy Le Pew. It's a compliment. Um, and then he's, he's not familiar. And so, uh, so we were talking and, um, you know, discovered that he does not know Peppy Le Pew or much of Looney Tunes. It's just not something he grew up with. And so the person we were, uh, uh, you know, talking to, um, trying to describe what it was, they don't have skunks in Haiti. So trying to describe what a skunk oh, is boy. to a man when you're trying to compliment him, she's like, "Yeah, it's like a big, him a skunk. <laughs> it's like a, a big like squirrel or a rat that stinks really bad." Awesome. Yeah, it's uh, so he was like, "Gee, thanks, I guess." I don't oh. know. I don't know. But, uh, uh, thank you. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a me, a Mario. It's a me. It's a Luigi. That's, that's a, all the French that's a, I know. That's Italian. It's Italian. That's Italian. Italian. Oh my goodness. Look, we oui, we. Oui. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, is, is that the French thing? Look, if you're in France and listening to this, you know, don't be offended. But if you do, don't be offended. But if you do, let us know. You can also send us hate mail at chartinglifepodcast@gmail.com. Just anything you got. We just want to be, we don't want to be alone anymore. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So uh, there's this one other story that, uh, so my family, there's probably 17 or 18 of of us. We went to the Bahamas, Grand Bahama Island. It was super cool. We liked it. I was 13 years old. So it was a really cool experience. First time out of the country. Yeah. And so when we get there to like the resort, we see there's like, um, uh, was it like barbed wire and like concrete wall surrounding the resort? But it's like painted pink and stuff, so it kind of looks good. Uh-huh. You know, we were like, okay, this is a little weird. Never seen this. Make sure we're not part of some prisoner exchange program. You know, stuff like an international <laughs> student exchange program. There's like an armed guard and everything. You know. Yeah, a little did we know. Uh, so we get there. It was um, it was very interesting. They said, all right, we're gonna have a meeting in like an hour and a half. So get settled in your room, come down for the meeting. Yeah, this is weird. In America, I don't know of any resort or hotel that says we're going to have a meeting for, for new people coming in. Yeah, right? exactly. So there I look. You got a resort. You got everything here. You don't need to leave after 6 o'clock. Right? And we're like, that's weird. Yeah. And we've got some pretty stubborn people in my family, you know. Um, you know, it just could be the stubborn thing, American yeah. way, don't whatever it is. Don't tell us what to do. Right, yeah. Don't tell us what to do. Exactly. And so we're like, they're like, you can leave. It's just... We don't recommend it. We got the restaurant. We got the pool. It's like a party, you know, later in the evening. Great time. We're like, it just sounds like you're scamming us to to get us to spend all the money at the resort, right? Mm. So we went out, all of us, right? The youngest of us being like nine or uh, 10 and the oldest being like close to 70. All of us leave, start walking around uh, different areas of uh, Grand Bahama Island. Yo, KFC closes at like six o'clock or 630, Mm. At least at the time, this was probably 20 years ago or something like that. Yeah, 20, 21 years ago. KFC closed at like 6.30. And we're like, that's a little messed up. So if I'm really craving some good old chicken, you know, were or you okay though? chicken. Were you ever? No, I, I'm I mean, not. would you ever? I mean, <laughs> I, I, would, I would eat at KFC, but, you know, it's uh, it's definitely not my first choice. You know, there's probably some places where it's fine, but at least around where I'm at, the, the KFC is closer to me. That's kind of, eh, it's okay. 
right. at best. So, anyways, um, but it just give you a sign of like what it was like. It was it was a little strange. It was a little odd. But hey, you're in a different it country. Close at six. Yeah, it's a little country. You know, it's a different country, so it's fine. Um, and then there was just one point, right? This uh, couple came up to us with their little kids, their little daughter, and was like, "Hey." Here's our daughter. Why don't you take her oh, to America? Wow. Are you right? Si- that for happened? Real. Yeah, for real. They approach us. Take your daughter. Take our daughter. Take her to America. We live a better life. That sort of thing. And we're like, no, we're good. Um, and it's like, oh man. So you know, especially the younger ones of us, like like me. I'm like, I mean, yeah, you don't want to take a kid away from their family, but at the same time, it's like, what? That's that's interesting. Why wouldn't we do this? And as they're like, you'll understand one day. And as I got older, I understood. Like that's. One of two things, but it's Think very likely. All the taxes you would have saved if you'd have done, if you'd have, all those write-offs, man. Yeah, <laughs> all those rebates, yeah. baby. Well, it's very likely that girl was being trafficked. Ah, yeah. So that hit hard pretty pretty fast. Yeah. So that's uh, that's probably why they're like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pass. Oh, uh, that's not maybe good. alert some authorities if we can. But yeah, it's uh, and it, it, there's also could be like a sidestep of a way to get into America. Like, oh, our daughter's there now. We can get there. Mm. Regardless, like it's like. Unless you're like in a war torn country or something, like that's that's just a weird thing uh, to give somebody. Your, be so desperate you're giving your kid away. That's uh, you know, it's not like the Bahamas was was hurting. Like it, it's not like it's this really bad place. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, you know, it's a pretty nice country and everything. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. It was pretty weird. Um, and that uh, it's one of those things where again, I didn't realize for several years what was going on. But again, you know, the older I get, I'm like, well, that was messed up. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy, yeah. man. I remember one time when we uh, we went. I think I was 17, pushing 18, and uh, I have a younger brother. His name is Benjamin. Um, a lot of people call him Ben. But anyways, sense. he's um, 14 months younger than me. So me and my brother, my mom and dad, went up to Colorado to stay up in this mountain pass area. Cool. So little fact here for everybody to catch on to is if you are in any type of way having struggles with breathing... High altitude is a is a no no. Yeah, not because, for you. Like my mom literally didn't sleep like the the first night or maybe the second night too, because her chest was so heavy she couldn't hardly breathe. Right. And so she couldn't go to sleep and like actively rest because her breathing was so jacked from the altitude. Right. So I, I'm trying to think. So you say Colorado's. You're you're getting up there pretty high. Probably one to two miles up elevation and you're from more of like yeah we were in the middle of the rockies yeah well you're from like the like in the plains area yes uh, of america so you you were pretty low and then going yeah pretty high so that's yeah that's gonna weigh on you pretty heavy when we were traveling through the pass Mm -hmm. we could see it was just walls of snow on either side of the of the pass and i'm talking 10 feet of snow like a wall of snow that doubled your vehicle in height and right. you're just traveling through this, and you, it is so weird because, you know, in the Midwest, you just you get what randomly you might get anywhere from four to, I don't know, at the most probably fourteen inches a year that right. you're getting in snow, and yeah. these Jimmy's got feet yeah, of that, just monstrous man. packed snow. Man, that's one of those stuff like you see in pictures or on like TV or something like that can't be real. Can but... you imagine driving a dozer with no landmarks to like. How, how are you going to stay on the road? Like, I don't even... I have no idea. Kudos to you guys clearing the roads in the Rockies. That's yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, props to you guys. Um, and if you're from the Rockies and you want to let us know... <laughs> you want to let us know what it's no, like. Dude, you're so good. Oh, my 
If you're from anywhere and you're alive, <laughs> could you just <laughs> could you just email could you just email us and maybe put a smile on our face? I mean, yeah, we're, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> If you're in Colorado or your Grand uh, uh, Bahamas Island, whatever, <laughs> any area we've mentioned in the yeah. U.S., New York City, any, uh, anywhere, yeah, just give us a heads up. Let us know. Maybe it's well, it's fun to see where they're going, and we want to we want to be able to converse with our uh, listeners too. I, I would love to talk about uh, or talk to somebody that clears the roads in the, in yeah. the Rocky Mountain Passways. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really have a lot of Rocky people over here. So we're gonna have to reach out and do a little six degrees of whoever and see what rocky we can do to, people to make some... We got a lot of rocky people, but uh, from the Rockies, no, I'm gonna go ahead and blame that one on the ADHD medicine. Just you know whether or not it, we'll, we'll go with that one. That's uh, for the record. That one was a medicine. Me saying something dumb. Wait, like wait, that. wait. I got, I got okay. a serious question. Now, when you're when you're vacationing and you're in this obscure area, mm-hmm. do you have an, a compass on you? Do you have any measure of making sure that you get back to where you need to be or you're pretty trusting with the environment? So if I was out like hiking or something, um, then yeah, I would definitely have a compass and and try to have a good trail map. I just mean in the Bahamas. Yeah, no. So uh, yeah, yeah. So we went went to the Queen Staircase, kind of walked our own way back and everything. Uh, Again, that was, that was really cool. I like that. And we, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm pretty good at remembering where I've been. So whether I'm, you know, driving around town or in some place I've never been before, I might not be the best at getting from point A to point B, mm-hmm. but I can go from point B backwards to point A yeah. with really good accuracy. Like um, landmarks and, and Yeah, yeah, landmarks, age. things like that. Yeah. So, okay, here's something I do want to know, right? This is for you and the listeners. They can let us know. If you're giving someone directions, okay, out somewhere where, you know, maybe Google or Apple Maps isn't going to, like, really, you know, uh, pick up the, the you're gonna lose signal somewhere in there. Uh-huh. Do you give directions by street names or visual markers? Landmarks, man. Landmarks. Okay, Landmarks. yeah, yeah. See, this is how they used to tell me back in the country mm-hmm. when I lived in this tiny town of yeah. West Plains, Missouri. They say you go down there for a couple mile or two as the crow flies, and yes. then, and at the the tree stump that looks like an orange, you turn right. And you keep on going till you go past Jethro's farm, and you'll see it. You'll know it's a farm, and then you know you'll get to your day. That's exactly what they would say. Yeah, that that sounds about right. When I was in college, there was a group of us. We were on like a, a traveling like ministry team because so we go to different churches and stuff uh, to kick off our spring break tour. It was super cool to call it that. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> for, for church of God yeah, ministerial man. group. Yeah. No, no, so, so spring break, spring break, we're going to go to churches, which again, it was great. We had a lot of fun, but we went to different places in like uh middle of nowhere, Georgia and to other scenic places like middle of nowhere, Alabama. Uh, Why are you in the middle of nowhere with these different Because we had, we had a connection to, you know, the churches there. It was super mm. cool. But getting directions there kind of got us all in uh, different uh, pre, ideas. Uh, that was pre-iPhone. Oh, yeah. This is what, 2007, not, 2008, somewhere in there? It pre-iPhone, but it would have been yeah. pre-nav outside of TomTom Tom and Garmin. Right. And we were college kids, so we didn't have that. Um, so what we did is uh, either you print uh, directions off of MapQuest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, like some caveman or something, you know, <laughs> <laughs> chiseling it out. So, yeah, some. Uh, so we got directions off of MapQuest, and this one was telling us, 
who was familiar with the area, they're like, look, you know, you're going to go down, you know, a couple of miles, and then there's going to be this big rock on the side of the road <laughs> and a tree over a little bit further away. Yeah. You're going to turn You're going to turn right there. I actually I still have the visual memory of turning there, and we're like, this is the only road that turns right for like four miles. Yeah. You should could have just said that. Just, just turn said. right the next at the next possible road <laughs> in a couple of miles. Oh, by the way, it's like Country Street or whatever it is. You know? <laughs> Country Street. <laughs> oh, Redneck Alley. Yeah. Avenue. Whatever. Right. But anyway, so it's just interesting, you know, wherever wherever you're at, people different people have different uh, ways they, they give you, you know, directions. Corners. So I, I like I like both. You know, so that look, way it's easier to catch. Look, I wanna I wanna ask you something. Because right. this gets on my ever loving freaking nerves. Okay. Okay. When somebody knows all the streets in your whole city, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, you just turn on a Jefferson down on Brownville Road, and then you take a left onto Connorsville, and then you go down, and there's Lexington Drive. Yeah, just right there. Like, I don't know those freaking roads. Right. Like, do not do you know where the S&S Mart is over off of Jeffersonville? No. I, are you kidding? Because this <laughs> is a huge city. How, how right. would I know yeah. one freaking gas station in some weird, obscure suburb of Louisville. How? Right. No. No, I don't. No, Just I, tell me the, the freaking address, okay? <laughs> and I'll put it into the GPS. Yeah. Don't tell me directions like I've got a yeah. buggy and a stagecoach. You know what I mean? <laughs> Going over yonder and everything. Jeez, now, I, I'm a lot more familiar. Uh, of course, I've grown up here. But at the same time, I've also done a lot of the delivery stuff like DoorDash and yeah. Roadie. We're delivering packages, that sort of thing. Uh, so it's funny. You start to pick up on a lot of different uh, places, to, different to ways to get around yeah. town. You got to learn some shortcuts, that sort of thing. So, and I'll, I'll let me branch off there for one second. So this would have been a fantastic trip to go on uh, had it worked out for us. So my wife and I were going to try to do basically a roadie road trip. So roadie is one of those like third party um, delivery companies where you use your own vehicle, but you deliver packages. So for a while, it was doing pretty good, picking up stuff from like places like Best Buy. Um, I don't know if Target did or not, but Walgreens, places like that. You can be able to go pick up packages, go deliver it. Super cool. And you can send it between personal too. So if you got like a, Mm. there was one I did not have the vehicle for. It was like a big pinball machine. And someone wanted to deliver like, you know, 600 miles to some other other state. Yeah. And so I could be able to bid on that and go for it. It's super cool. So they do like longer trips, shorter trips. We were going to try to do a completely just wing it road trip. So start off and just wait for the uh, first bigger uh, uh, delivery we can go that gets us like an hour or two outside of town. Yeah. Go take that and then stay there and explore that city, that area. And then the next day, try to take another one that's further out and just kind of take us around where, wherever the road trips go. That's what we're planning on doing. So mm-hmm. that would have, I still hold that would have been a super awesome trip, but it just didn't work out it for didn't us work that out. time. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll try again one day. Yeah. But uh, if you're looking for a, uh, a cool way to go, it, you actually don't have to email us this time. But if you do, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but you if you're looking. don't have to. I love it. But you are legally obligated to uh, email us for the other things that we mentioned. Legally. Legally obligated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, real quick, what are some quick uh, travel tips that you would give to somebody? So, road trip, flight, cruise. So, let's mention a cruise. Okay, you mentioned you like going to cruises. What are some things that for first-timers, you might not think about it, um, the tips to kind of make your trip better or less uh, stressful? Number one, never hire anybody off the island. All right? Number one, never Go for a private guide that's swearing they've got the G unit spot to come and check out, you know, that nobody knows about for four ninety nine, you know, whatever. <laughs> do not do not do that. Um 
Also, there's a lot of assorted drugs that you're going to come in contact with on these excursions. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever visit the beach in the just the same manner that that woman put a bracelet on you. Yeah. People have come up to me with the straight up pre-rolled joints and just been like, hey, you know, you want some Caribbean kush? <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just like, I think I'm going to pass right now. Uh, because, yeah, there's no telling what it would be made out of. There's no right. telling what's in it. So simple things like that, um, which might not be simple for a first-time goer. Right. You know, when you get off the cruise ship and, and you dock, mm-hmm. you've got these people that are native to the area, and they come up to you and they're like, hey, you know, for this lower rate, even cheaper than your cruise mm-hmm. uh, excursion, you can come with us and get butchered and eaten, you know, today. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, it's not quite that bad, but literally, they, they warned us on the ship, like, hey... Don't do these. Mm-hmm. They're not insured. Nobody knows. And if you miss the boat back, we're yes. not going to wait for you. Yeah, that's the thing. They will not. If you're on an excursion like that's through the cruise line, they will wait for you. But if you go off some random Joe or something, yeah, they're not going <clears> to. <throat> yeah. And I guess the thing is, it's not that every person is going to, you know, you know, spike a drink or do something bad with you. Sure. It's just you have no, uh, there's no guarantees in life, but you have a lot less certainty of something, ha- you know, <laughs> the th- foreign country. Like, hey, you might be fine, yeah. you know, but you, you know, if you're, if you're local, you know, so, okay. So from Kentucky, if I'm in the middle of New York city, you know, it might be feeling, it's different if I'm trying to call for the police or call for emergency services. I don't know what's that, what's going on there, but if I'm home, you know, much more closer, you know, in Kentucky and I call for emergency services, if I'm having a bad time, you know, something's crazy, I can be able to figure things out a lot uh, sooner. It's a lot right. stressful. When you're in another country, man, you never know. No, yeah. yeah. You have to rely on their information. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. Like, when you go on a cruise, mm-hmm. they, the first thing they do is show, the, like, all the safety. Mm-hmm. Like, they pull everybody on yeah. deck, and then they're like, hey, here's the life rafts, here's the jackets, here's the alarm. When this sounds, you make your way to your station, your area right. that you're designated to. All because of that one boat ride in the Atlantic in the early 1900s. The T-word? The T-word. Uh, Titanic. Just ruined it for us all. <laughs> yeah. That one boat did it for all of us. It was all too good to be true, yeah. man. They found out, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's been crazy on some cruises. Um, but honestly, it is so worth it. There's, hands down, I've went on different things. Hands down, a cruise is the more bang for your buck every mm-hmm. time. I mean, what other place do you show up to your room and it's been cleaned for you and you have a nice Schwann towel to stare at you when you come in? There's not another place, man. Well, I mean, if you go to a nice hotel, it's... Easy. Easy. I mean, yeah. I, I know what that's like. The hotel that I worked at did not have that. But, I've never but, went know. to a hotel where they yeah. they now folded anything into an animal for me. Ever. Huh. I know that they have to exist. You I'm know, sure. And if someone were to let us know, that would be helpful there. But uh, but yeah, the cruise, you know, they definitely you can't, like I said, big, best bang for your buck. And you different cruise lines. So like Carnival is kind of known as the party cruise. You know, uh, was it Disney's? Well, I mean, Disney is what you make of it, I guess. You know, it's uh, what is it? You know, families, you know, kids, got a lot of adult yeah. uh, stuff as well. I think we'll be comparable to Disney. I think like Norwegian or something would be a good that like, comparable to to Disney, but without all the characters and everything so yeah, yeah so there's different different cruises um royal caribbean you know, norwegian try to look into Disney, seeing yeah. princess 
yeah. uh, Carnival Man, and then there's Viking, which is the American oh, right. rivers that you can go. They have yeah. cruises through like Mississippi and yeah, I'm gonna do a them. river cruise. That'd be yeah, pretty cool. The crazy thing is the prices are like way more. It's way more. Yes, expensive. it is. Well, it's like a train ride here in America. Like you'd yeah. think that with uh, the cost of gas, with uh, air travel, that sort of thing, you know, train rides would be fair or comparable, especially since you're, you know, in a small area, or yeah. if, especially if you get like a private room yeah. too, you know, you're not getting, it's like a little bit bigger than the desk you got here. Yeah. You know, it's a tiny area and you're paying lots of money. It's like hotel money right. and road trip, that sort of thing. So it would be a great way to travel. Yeah. You know, as far as interesting, you know, if you're, you know, like in Europe or some other places, you know, around the world where trains are just the way to go. I mean, that, that you're just traveling all that, all that all over the place. But here in America, that's, you know, it's not really it's Henry a realistic thing. Yeah. We hear, you know, you see mm-hmm. YouTube videos of like how to, what is railroad ride? I don't know how they say that, but right. like Amtrak and all the right, great, yeah. like different things. And they'll say how to do this mm-hmm. from here all the way. And a lot of times it's east to west coast. And they'll be like, you know, it's for this rate and blah, blah, blah or whatever. But then there's so many ways, like Mm -hmm. so much back work that went into what they did. Right. Is it worth it at that point? Like, it's like. Well, that's up to you if you like it, I guess. Yeah. So like, so one thing I would probably say as far as travel tips, if you're going, um, if you're flying, one of the things I always do is always have some kind of a jacket with pockets, even if it's in the summer and I'm going to Florida. I'll have something really, a really thin jacket at that point. I don't know where you're going. Because you go through the uh, the metal detectors, you got to take your shoes off, got to take your belt off, anything in your pockets, if you got rings, all that sort of stuff. I found it a lot easier just to stuff everything in your pocket, throw that in the bin. Yeah, and then just put your jacket back on and kind of very slowly, you know, put everything back on as you need to. Did anybody to ask you about the machete hiding in your pocket? Uh, no, I just paid them about 50 bucks. <laughs> and, um, about 50 bucks. Yeah, and told them I'd read their it's comments. All yeah. It's all <laughs> thanks in America, 50 bucks. Right. And I told him I'd read their comment on the Charting Life podcast whenever I started it 50 years Boom. ago. Boom. What yes. a deal. Nice how we brought that back in there. Bogo. <laughs> That's a good deal. So if you ever, uh, you know, look the other way with a machete and you're a TSA agent, <laughs> let me know. Just don't give me your real name. I don't want to get, be, have being responsible for Email the us at Charting Life. <laughs> I forgot. Um, I don't think we mentioned that yet. Yeah, what was yet. that email? Uh, I think it was uh, what chartinglifepodcast at gmail.com. dot oh, right. Maybe we'll try to close out with a couple other tips that I've learned. So I worked at a hotel uh, on the beach in Florida. It was pretty great. One of the things I would learn if you're uh, first of all trust the locals, right? So the hotel I was working at uh, again it was a nice hotel uh, during peak season. You're paying three hundred and fifty bucks a night yeah. for a hotel room. So you have a family coming in. And they're like, all right, you know, we're gonna pay this for like a week. So you do the math; that's kind of expensive. And then you have stubborn people, right? And they look, you know, I don't really sunburn that much. I just kind of tan a bit. I'm like, look, the sun is different. If you're anywhere from like a, a mild climate to further in the north, yeah, uh, you're it's uh, it's different when you hit getting right. a little bit closer to the equator. Florida is just different. I'm like, look, just put some sunscreen on, yeah, even if it's a light one, because you're gonna get burnt. Second day, the dad usually is the one who does this. Um, he looks like a lobster for the rest of the, <laughs> the rest of the time. And he's like miserable with sun poisoning almost in his room, spending 350 bucks a night for five more nights. It's like, yeah. dude, I tried to warn you. So trust the locals. Maybe you can go find some really cool restaurants. One thing that got me, it was crazy. Again, you're on the beach, like the ho- restaurant or the hotel I was at, you can go catch a fish in the ocean and you could set it up to where they will cook that fish in the, the hotel restaurant nice. and serve it to you. Super awesome. People will be asking us where Long John Silver's is. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Like, 
<laughs> that, that's where you're going. Obviously, you you're, Captain D's, right? Captain D's, right? <laughs> uh, Hungry Pelican or whatever else you got there. They're asking for like the local fast food uh, fish thing. I'm like, man, at least go to McDonald's if you're going to do that. Like, don't don't go to a, a fish location right. and get fast food fish. Like that's like going to Taco Bell when you go to Mexico or something. Like. It's just silly. Don't do that. But again, you know, trust uh, trust the locals. And if you are going to travel and uh, you're you're booking a hotel, my recommendation: don't go through all the third party sites right. like the Orbits or uh, Expedia, that kind of stuff. It's nice. You get a good rate. Usually, it's non refundable, is what it is. Can't tell you how many calls I had to take about that at the hotel. I was like, yeah, we can't change your reservation. You booked it through a third party, and now you can't change it. But if you were to call uh. us directly, worst case is you get the same thing, same rate, all of that. Uh, best case is we can accommodate you a little bit better. We might be able to find some wiggle room, maybe upgrade you, all that sort of stuff. But if you're booking through third-party site, there's, like, nothing that you can do. So mm-hmm. always uh, do that. Call the hotel directly. Find out some local stuff. That That's my strong recommendation if you're traveling. So getting out of here uh, just about because uh, our plane is about to take off <laughs> using our metaphorical language here at Charting Life Podcast. <laughs> Gmail. Right. Yeah. So, so to bring this back to uh, you know this island exploration, that sort of thing. Um, if you were tasked, Aaron, there's a brand new island. No one's ever. Um, it's just just brand new discovered. Okay, no one's ever been there. Uh, we want you to assemble a team, a special team, to go chart the island. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm going to go uh, find out all the, the, the highs and the lows, the danger spots, if it's a, a nice fertile area for um, uh, animals and crops, that sort of thing. We want you to know, well, make it into a tourist trap, whatever you want to do. But you got to go and figure everything out first, right? You take five people with you, living or dead, two stipulations. One, you need a survival expert. And uh, two, you need some type of storyteller to tell that story of uh, you going uh, on the trip. Then you got three, uh, three extras. So who, who are you taking? I'm taking my wife, hundred percent. All right, the survival survival expert because she's been married to you for a while. She survived the most ridiculous stuff. <laughs> no, um, for companionship, and yeah. so the the survivalist, I would dare to say, would be Bear Grylls. Okay, yeah, Bear Grylls would be accompanying my crap. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's your urine. Is what he'd be accompanying? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways. It's disgusting. If you don't know. You said al- alive or dead. Li- living or dead, yep. Ernest Hemingway would be the person to deliver okay. how things transpired Absolutely. on our island. That's a good one. And then two people. Um, one would definitely be Jim Carrey. And then, because, the, I mean, comedic relief, man. I mean, right. how, would you, how would you be bored to death? You might die of boredom. <laughs> I don't know. And then the last person I would probably take with me would, um, man, it, I don't know. It, I don't know, man. It'd probably be, it's a hard <laughs> one to yeah, put I know, right? five specific yeah. people on. It's like the first I, two are easy. Friend. Yeah, some close friends. I, I would, the last person would just be one of my closest friends. And, and that would be it because... Yeah, man. Who who knows what you're gonna run into if you're legit on an island by yourself. Yeah. So Bear would get us through on the diet and nutrition, right. yep. and structure, mm-hmm. shelter. Uh, Ernest would keep us uh, all the the dictation. Right. He'd probably keep you entertained too. He's probably got some crazy stories himself. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for Just sure. Never made it to print. 
And then, can you imagine, you know, Ace Ventura jumping out of the jungle? Oh, I forgot with about freaking Ace Ventura. war paint on it. Oh my goodness. And he has the spears hanging out of his legs. So basically, if, I, if I'm seeing this correctly in my mind, it's almost like a, a mixture of Ace Ventura and like Tropic Thunder, where he's just going and impersonating himself <laughs> as Ace Ventura, right? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's doing his own uh, um, impersonation. And then it turns into a real survival scenario. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. If you was to ask me, mm-hmm. which I'll turn and ask this question of you. Okay. So if you was to ask me, hey, Aaron, what would be the one food item that you would want on the, the island? You have to sustain your group off this mm-hmm. one food. And, you, you know, you're not going to risk getting tired of it. Obviously, mm-hmm. you're going to at some point. But it would hands down be potatoes. Potatoes, okay. Hands, ta- hands down, dude. I would, you know, how many different ways you can make a potato. You can, uh, like, let's see, boil them, mash them, put them in a stew. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, he ruins it. He's ruining it. Okay. You remember on Lord of the Rings where he's. Yep. Anyways, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's Side exactly note. why I said it. Yeah. So All right. Potato. That's not. A, that's not a bad Mine's one. Mine's potato. Okay. Mash it, bullet stick in a stew. All right. <laughs> What is the one... uh, Actually, before you answer that, Mm -hmm. what's your group? My group. Okay. So, okay. Going on the island, what I say? Survivalist. I would say uh, Percy Fawcett. So, most of his trips he survived. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What the... (laughs) It was the one trip. The one trip he couldn't make it. Oh, my God. No, he went the the Amazon looking for uh, uh, with the city of gold or lost city of Z. If you want to watch a movie, find Percy out, Jackson. Uh, not Percy Jackson. <laughs> Fawcett, man. F A W. Oh my god! When you said travel to the city of crap, like yeah, is it Percy it's, Jackson the dude that goes? To, uh, he's supposed to be what the the lightning thief, like a son of uh, yeah, uh, one of the Greek ones. No, um, uh, Poseidon. Poseidon. Okay. At least in the movies there is. So okay. I, don't I don't know how true it is to the books. So we got your know. survivalist. Right, survivalist, that'd be, uh, yeah, Percy Fawcett. So if you can survive in the Amazon for as long as he did, um, I think that's a pretty good, says a lot about your survival ability. Um, and who knows? Maybe he just, like, the, the thing is, he disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to him. So and who knows? Yeah, so like I said, he definitely <laughs> survived all of them except for one, and the last one's a question mark. So... All right, okay, <laughs> moving on with your group. You have one one person that okay. might be good, might not. Yeah, uh, let's see, tell them the story. Uh, it's, I'm a little torn, so Jules Verne would be pretty good. He's written lots okay. of novels like that, Journey to the Center of the Earth, Mysterious Island, that sort of mm. thing. Yeah, love I love that stuff. If it was more modern, I think I would probably go with an author like Andrew Clavin or something. I like his writing style. He's kind of, uh, I guess you could say, influenced by all the classics. So if you if you like one Very particular nice. classic style, that would be a um, pretty good one. Good one. I would probably not get a Russian author. No offense to Russia, but lots of uh, things go badly <laughs> in a lot of the novels that I've read that are Russian. Things go badly very quickly. So I don't. Have a dark so side. it's kind of like uh, if we have like a Russian author or something like Dostoevsky or something like that coming with us, it's almost like a clue of uh, Tom Hanks getting on an airplane. <laughs> Like, all of his movies, the plane goes down. Uh, so, anyways. Anyways, moving on. So, I would probably get Jules Verne or Andrew Clavin for the, the author. And then, um, uh, Teddy Roosevelt would be one oh, for sure. Yeah. You went way back. You went back. It was like, just, you know. Digging up bones, It's not like God. Genghis Khan or anything. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want Actually, that anyways. But, hey, but. 
So Ernest, he, he was he was lighter than Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, let's see. I, I forget oh. exactly when he was born, but he was president in the early 1900s. So 1904, hmm. uh, 08, something like that. I think it was okay. 4 and 8 was, was this thing. And also, one thing that was one of my favorite uh, little tidbits you know, of Teddy Roosevelt is um, he had very long speeches, very long-winded. So he had his all speech, he you know notes, and put it up in his pocket. There was an assassination attempt on his way to give a presidential um, uh, campaign speech, right? Mm. Dude goes up, shoots him in the chest, right? And he, a secret service, and whoever's like, oh, we got to get you away, go to the hospital, got to get you away. He's like, no, 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 I'm going, I'm going to give my speech. So he goes, and the first thing he says, opening line, you, this is one of the best opening lines you can have in a speech. You'll have to forgive me. I can't uh, speak as loudly because I've just been shot. <laughs> That's how yeah. he opened it. Oh man! It, but yeah, one of the things that saved his life was the thick notes of his uh, of his speech. So Teddy mm. Roosevelt would be a great one to go for. Um, I would invite my wife, but unless it was going to be gone for like a year, I don't think that would be her thing. Like, I don't think she would care. Like, so she might. She could surprise me, you know. But I don't think that's, like, her number one idea to go chart some undiscovered island. Mm. Now, staying there with a bunch of books, that's a different story. You know, after mm. we figure it out, get the resort, you know, have an extra side house. Um, who else would I bring? Um, so, is it Theodore Roosevelt? So, one more. Um, you got mm. your, your, well, you got yourself, you got I would, your author, you got your mm-hmm, survivalist, you right. got... Your wife, and uh, yeah. now we're talking. I would maybe do a uh, Hunger Games style fight to the, de- to the death of all my friends. And whoever <laughs> survived can clearly last with us. <laughs> yeah, I love all of you equally. Yeah. And whoever's living yeah. at the end gets to go right. die on an island. But you know what? You know what? Though? I might bring you so we can keep doing our podcast. Yes! Yes! Woo! Yeah, that's the right answer. And then, right. you know, if uh, you would answer differently or uh, you, uh, you know, would like to see what we do on that island, you can email us at chartinglifepodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh, man. small, but note. Internet may not be strong there, so we might have to, you know, might have to answer those questions when we get back. Yeah. So, anyway, I think we're uh, signing off. Say, life is an adventure. Do it right. Amen to that. You guys join us next time. Yes, and I will say, as far as uh, future episodes, we got a lot of good plans. Again, I know I've been asking for topics and stuff because I want to know what other people are interested sure. in. Uh, I'd like to have those conversations. We want to try to get some hosts in after we get a few more episodes under our belt. But there is one I'm going to keep this close to the vest as far as it is on the recording bit. Okay. Um, but let's just say it goes in with the theme of, uh, I guess you could say adventure, uh, exploration. Ooh. You know, you can dig it around, that sort of thing. Uh, this is a really cool episode that I really want to be able to do. Uh, hopefully in the next uh, next few episodes, sounds, then we'll talk about that nice little teaser right there. Sounds intriguing. Yes, absolutely. So, if you uh, want to figure out what that's all about, you don't have to email us this time. Just, <laughs> just join us on the next episode. <laughs>